Hello, everybody. It's Carl Emerson here on Punta Mita's weekly podcast. And today I'm happy to have with me our dear friend, the director of golf, John McIntyre. How are you, J-Mac? Just fine, Carl. Glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Always good, mate. And uh, tell me, I see a lot of familiar faces flowing back into Punta Mita uh, on, at, around the golf. Uh, and I thought it'd be opportune to share with our members and our Punta Mita fans. Tell me a little bit. I know the team have been really hard at work. Tell me, uh, give us an update on the courses. And let's say, let's talk about at the moment, the T-Box project. How's that coming along? You know, day by day, we're seeing the tee boxes grow in. Uh, for those of us who are here, you know, day after day, it's a, it's a slow progress, just like we've seen on the tee box here at the driving range. The driving range itself last year also was a slow grow-in process when you use sprigs. But uh, our goal was to have those tees available for play beginning on November 1st. And, you know, we've had a really good October. It's been sunnier and warmer. Um, than it was last year in October. So the grass is growing in great. Um, they're obviously going to be gorgeous when they're done. And we may be able to open them right on time, November 1st. We may wait for a few days, depending on conditions. But certainly by the time any of our you know major events get going here in early November, we'll be back on those tees. And they'll just continue to get more and more you know filled in as we go through November. Great. Uh, if I understand correctly, uh, John, you might you might be open them like you might open three or four. Would that be how it would work? How does the work? Do they open all together? It depends on what's if some grow quicker than others. Yeah, correct. I mean, you know, grass growing in from sprigs is it's a very sort of organic process, obviously. And even though they all were given the same you know, care and nutrients, they get different sun, they get slightly different water because of wind and whatnot. So, you know, as we drive around the course, we see certain tees look better than other tees because they just happen to be filling in a little faster. But uh, in general, as Shane sort of updates all of us, you know, every week or so, um, he's happy with the progress. And, you know, we will go ahead and we probably will go ahead and open up um, as we as we're comfortable with you know, putting people back on them, we'll just start opening them up. Um, I don't think that we'll wait until they all seem good enough to open all of them at the same time. We'll just start putting tees back on them and get them going as fast as we can. Good one, mate. And uh, yeah, just so our members uh, and fans are aware, obviously we're at the moment, we're playing on some holes, alternate, alternate uh, tee boxes, uh, which due to the watering sometimes can be a little damp, uh, so it's just a little alternate at the moment. Yeah, I mean, you know, I don't think, and we've all sort of kept a close eye on this, I don't think that it um, has an overall, you know, negative impact on the experience. Obviously, it's a little bit of an inconvenience to not be able to use those tees while they grow in. Um, but when you take the whole, the whole aspect, the whole sort of experience of playing the courses, um, we just didn't feel like it was a significant detriment to everybody's enjoyment. Perfect. No, good. I've been scoring well, mate. Uh, so not a problem. Not a problem this way. And my wallet is rather full as well. So I have no complaints on that front. I just want to, uh, you know, uh, make sure we're on, all on the same page there. Talk to me about the greens. I, I know Bahia is running beautifully. 
Pacifico's just reopened, so I could only, I haven't played it yet. So I imagine they might be a little bit slower getting up to speed now. Yeah, they are. I went out and putted this morning, actually. I had a couple comments from some members that were uh, a little concerned about the, the condition of the greens on Pacifico. Um, we did just reopen last week after being closed for a few weeks. Um, so they aren't quite up to the speed that we would want them at. And, uh, you know, the, the, the temperature and the, and the climate that we deal with here in Punamita is such that we would love to have them roll. My goal would be to have them roll consistently at a 10 and a half or 11 all year round uh, or faster even. But uh, with the heat and the humidity and the conditions that we deal with, the rainy days and the cloudy days, uh, what we have realized is that we can't really keep them at that speed throughout the year. And we've kind of adjusted our expectation a little bit. Um, I went out and putted the Pacifico this morning and I thought they were very, very puttable. Uh, obviously I would love to see them faster, but uh, in terms of the golf experience, I don't believe that they uh, significantly take away from the overall golf experience. Fantastic. Yeah, in general, as you said, and I think you just mentioned, we had a lot of rain in September, pretty dry October uh, from you know where I see it. I don't know the numbers of, in terms of inches, but uh, the weather's it's looking great and the courses are looking, are looking fantastic. So it's a matter, I think you're, you're at the, both you, Shane, <laughs> at a fine-tuning stage at the moment, would that be right? Yeah, it is. You know, we we look at the we look at the summer months and the fall months as our times to go through projects and improve the golf experience. And we always sort of set November first as our deadline to have things um, put back together and completed as much as possible. Uh, you know, we live with. We live with the variabilities of weather and other conditions that are out of our control. So obviously those dates are always um, movable and it's a moving target for us. Shane, Shane does a very, very difficult job, he and his team. And uh, we're happy with the, it's, it's been a really good October, actually. We had an incredibly wet August and very wet September. We were already at or above our annual rainfall totals before we even reached November or October 1st. So uh, we were looking at a really wet year if October had been as wet as it usually is, but it has turned out to be drier than normal. So we're trending real close. Anything we get now is gonna be a new annual, you know, record for us as long as we've been keeping rainfall totals. Um, but yeah, I agree. The courses are rounding into shape. And, you know, again, with November 1st as our sort of target deadline for for playability and for presentation i think we're i think we're right on target good one j mac and um talking about november i see you've uh, packed in quite a lot of stuff for november for all our members returning it's going to be a busy month so let's start i saw our friend stickney roaming around uh he's at the academy's all the punta Mita golf academy with tom stickney's all rearing and ready to go how's tom Tom is great. He is uh, lurking in the lurking in the background right here, and uh, he's looking forward to having the academy. We're doing some uh, retro retro repairs to the academy right now. Um, we had some rain ingress issues that needed to be dealt with, so the team is in there and has made some adjustments so that the academy comes through the rainy season in better shape and will be reopened. As soon as it's ready, Tom is doing lessons uh, right now. 
out in the bays at the academy, and uh, everything is full steam ahead. Um, we're looking okay. forward to our first uh, our first event, sort of our welcome back event for any members who are here. is going to be on November third. Last year, as you remember, we hosted a little driving range skills competition down at the academy side and put up a little bar and some high tops and had some tacos and uh, myself and your, you and Tom and Luis and, you know, Alfredo and all the guys were down there welcoming any members. We had some chipping and putting and wedge competitions and gave out a few trophies. So everybody that was there loved it. And uh, we decided to make it an annual kick off the season sort of informal get together. So look forward to doing that again. That'll be on November 3rd. November 3rd, uh, about what time? That's normally about five o'clock, isn't it, that event? What time is it? Yeah, I think we put it on the calendar for 4.30 or 5. So really sort of late afternoon. Hopefully it cools down a little bit. Uh, yeah. Start to get some, shade, get some shade and some breeze a little bit down there. And uh, I think we went basically until the sunset last year. So that's uh, right. I, imagine that's probably, I imagine that's probably what we'll do again this year. And some others went well into the dark, as they often do. Of course, we we don't we don't we don't require that everybody quits partying. They just can't do it there. <laughs> so anyway, that's the first event. Always good, a nice, soft, informal type of get together for everybody. Then, when I could imagine the men's and women's days will start around then, would they, J Mac? Once there's a bit of a exactly. Yeah, we've got some folks coming back. Uh, you know, we've got uh, Rob and Lisa Brome are here. We've got Margaret Isberg is in town. Uh, had a little meeting with Ron Davis this morning. I've seen, I know, uh, I think Rob Ritchie and Tanya are coming back uh, pretty soon. And uh, I know I heard, got an email from Derm. So looking forward to seeing he and Martina back sometime in the next week or so, I think. So a lot of a lot of familiar golfing member faces are starting to to peak up a little bit. So, you know, it's exciting. I like uh, you know, you and I have a busy October trying to make sure everything is dialed in, ready to go, and then you know, November rolls around and it's time to start welcoming everybody back and and have some fun. Sure is, mate. Uh, so we got after the that first cocktail. We've got our member member event coming up, uh, and what's that going to look like, uh, John? We've got uh, that's on the weekend of this. It's the same week as the Masters. Am I right? The rescheduled Masters, exactly. November 12th to 15th, I think, is the Masters, Thursday through Sunday. And we are going to do similar to the past few years. You know, we kind of set up the member member as a welcome back main uh, sort of tentpole event for the members to kick off the season. And I think it has been really well received. The numbers have increased uh, year over year by about 10%, 15%. Uh, we expect that that'll be true again this year. Uh, we're going to be doing the same format as in years past. We'll do a two-person scramble on Bahia and then a two-person better ball on Pacifico. Uh, we'll do some continental grab-and-go breakfast for all the members on the mornings of the event. Uh, we'll have some, some tea gifts for all the members that are playing, which we're excited about, some fun uh, just mementos again. And, uh, and then, you know, with COVID this year, everything has got to be sort of reviewed and adjusted to make sure that we fit within the COVID protocols that we've promoted to everybody 
So depending on the size of the group, we will look at, you know, either a, a closing luncheon or a closing dinner. Um, and where we do that, we're sort of TBD based on how big the group size is. Uh, I think you and I both would love to do it in the golf garden again. Um, we might shift it up to the driving range because we've got more space up there. Um, our goal is just to make sure everybody knows that we're looking carefully at all those social events and making sure that everybody that's here can be safe and socially distanced and, uh, you know, still have a lot of fun. Indeed, mate, indeed. And uh, as a basic rule, so all those that are listening, we will uh, maintain any event uh, to 50, no, no more than 50 people uh, this year, any social gatherings at least. Uh, obviously, in the golf, you can have more participants. As a rule of thumb, it'll be 50, uh, our number, which is the same and, and the number we established uh, so far. So that's fantastic. One other, Carl, one, one other quick note that I didn't mention. Uh, so the Thursday evening before the member member, we're going to go ahead and do a welcome cocktail. In the years past, we have looked at this as a welcome back to the entire membership. Anybody who's here on property that wanted to come and say hello and have a drink and, and interact with the other members. Uh, because of COVID, we're going to restrict that event this year to people who are participating in the event. And uh, for anybody who's here on November 3rd, we're going to do a skills competition for fun. And you, you know, we're going to have some trophies to hand out on the opening party of the member member. We're also going to do some skills competitions and we're going to have, some trophies for that for all the participants of the member member. It'll be on the tail of the whale side of the range and we'll have some slightly different skills to test. But I, I think we all like the idea of, you know, keeping that nice and spread out, having some fun things to do. And once again, we'll try to shoot for that starting again around, you know, five, five thirty, and, and have it be a real casual, fun way to get together and, and say hi to everybody. We'll have the, pairings for day one ready to go at that time and uh kick off kick off the official season on that on that evening perfect jay mac i can only imagine you're going to have a few surprises in your uh, with the masters happening that weekend how we can blend that into the activities in some way or the other yeah you know I, it's the the masters was rescheduled over the summer i think it finally got the date was named in August and uh, you know, we, we probably will do something like that. We'll do something on the side where we get to pick some of the competitors for the masters and pair it with your team score, something along those lines. And certainly probably more importantly, we'll try to pick someplace fun and socially, you know, socially aware gathering place to watch Sunday masters. Um, when we're finished with the member member, but many of the events I've held in the past up in, up in uh, Colorado and other places coincided with the U S open or the British open and uh, having PGA majors on the same weekend as a member major really is a fun, it's a fun energy because everybody's dialed in and is watching and knows what's going on. And it just adds a ton of fun energy to the group. So, looking forward to having that. Yeah, me too, mate. And uh, tell me the following weekend we have our club championship. That's right. 
Exactly. Yeah, you know, we had to we had to unfortunately postpone uh, early April's club championship from from this earlier this spring. So our goal was to try to reschedule that. So this is our rescheduled club championship date, and it turns out that it'll be the Friday Saturday before Thanksgiving, which is the twentieth and twenty first of November. Um, and similar that, to that format is what's the for individual. Similar, yep, exactly. Similar to years past, try to keep those big majors somewhat consistent. Uh, it's two days, 36 holes of, uh, of comp stroke play competition. And uh, we've got several different flights for the men, and we've got the ladies' division for the ladies. Um, we've got trophies to hand out for all of that. And uh, again, with COVID, I think we're a little bit CBD on how we're going to handle the closing party for that. Originally, we were hoping to do it at one of the beach clubs. Uh, we may end up doing that here at the clubhouse as well. You and I, I know, have met and sort of tossed around some ideas about how we can do that. And we'll just sort of keep a close eye on, on what the numbers look like and, and figure out the, the funnest, safest way to do that. Sure, I, I agree. Let's, we'll play that as it comes. And for anybody, all our fans that haven't got their names down, Obviously, we recommend, highly recommend, you know, send a, send a mail to, to John or uh, to the pro shop. Get your names in now. It's getting close now that you've decided you're coming back. And uh, we go from there. So the following week, John, in this very, very busy November, we have the, the Punta Mita Memorial uh, golf event. Actually, yeah, it'll be that same Sunday. Actually, it'll be the Sunday, the twenty second. Right. Yeah. Um, so, you know, after meeting, after meeting with some members and talking last year, we made the decision to go ahead and move uh, the memorial event uh, off of the Friday after Thanksgiving, and then because we lose a lot of our members over Thanksgiving, and we wanted to try to capture uh, more people for that event. Uh, it has been kind of a smaller and smaller field over the past few years. And so we moved it to the Sunday before Thanksgiving, hoping to catch any of our members who might, you know, rent their units or things like that, uh, catch them. It'll, it'll stand in the shoes of that day's nine wine and dine. And uh, the goal was to have it be an 18 hole scramble event as is typical for that event. But I think with COVID uh, and our, you know, sort of COVID considerations for this year, we're gonna go ahead and make it a nine hole scramble event uh, we're going to do it in the afternoon of the 22nd, and there'll be more information about that available uh, for any of the members who are here. That tends to have been sort of signed up for at the last minute. And with all things in the COVID world, having people sign up as far in advance as possible is only going to help us. Uh, it'll help us get an idea for, you know, the total number of players and uh, we want to do a memorial dinner that night as well, and we need to figure out sort of how many people we're going to have for that and figure out how to host that event as well uh, based on the size of the field. So um, all, it's, we're, a little bit, we're a little bit handcuffed with, with COVID this year to try to um, make those types of plans uh, far in advance because we just don't know what it's going to look like yet. So sure, sure. But it will be – it will be a busy weekend and a fun weekend for sure. Definitely, definitely, Jay Mack. And um, many of our members know that we, uh, we entered in, in a great sponsorship deal with Gabby Lopez. This, and many of you might have seen her beautiful bag. 
I just got a message from Gabby that she hopefully will be here training between the 28th of October and the 4th of November. So hopefully she might even here be here for the opening of Sticks Academy. She could maybe do a clinic for us. I know our lady members would love to have a session with Gabby. And uh, so I'll be sure to set that up once I get triple confirmation. At the moment, she is coming. So um, I'll make sure we get her to do a session for uh, our female lady members uh, before, while she's here training. And maybe I'll even try and get a, a, a round of golf with some of our, our members as well. But I'll, I'll, I'll keep that in my, my back pocket for the time being, J-Mac, before we uh, talk too much about that. Anyway, what else we got, J-Mac, in November before we can wind up this, uh, this message uh, for our members and for all those that are visiting? Yeah, probably the two, the two biggest things to just sort of mention to everybody is that we're going to start our Friday night dinners at Tale of the Whale. Um, we're definitely going to have that be a more consistent uh, plan throughout the winter this year is to have, we have a set menu for Tale of the Whale this year. We'll be doing some Bertha specials each Friday night, but generally speaking, we're going to have that menu set and available for the members or for the hotels to send guests. And, uh, you know, as you know, we, we went through the first few steps of getting some lights installed out at the driving range, uh, not so that it'll be open at night, but so that people who are having dinner tell the whale will be able to see the, the beautiful driving range that we have and use it as a backdrop, um, instead of it just being a sort of dark, dark spot out there. Um, so we're looking forward to that. And then the other thing is uh, the, the Wednesday night movie nights. You know, those, those your team stepped in and partnered with us to do those on Wednesday nights over the COVID summer. And they were very well received, as you know. And there's a, there's a goal. We're going to look at doing them every two weeks throughout the season and maybe add in a couple extras over the holidays. Uh, we've got the calendar adjusted a little bit, and we can send that back out again to the members with this podcast or also with my next update um, that'll show all the dates of those movie nights. And, you know, we, you know, you and I are looking at some different ideas for how to execute those, but generally speaking, they were awesome with the, with the bar and the taco truck and the cart set up, um, you know, socially distanced. Uh, it was a great, it was a great event and a fun way to get people out in the evenings. Yeah, definitely. And uh, certainly a very, COVID-friendly kind of event, uh, the, the drive movies or the, 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 the movie night and on, on the driving range. So anyway, J-Mac, good catching up with you, mate. I hope to see you around soon. Uh, practice of that golf game of yours and, uh, and all our members come down. I uh, look forward to seeing you, everybody here. It's going to be a busy, busy uh, months ahead. And uh, uh, I think we're going to sign off from here, mate. Give my love to everybody and uh, take care, J-Mac. Sounds great. Look forward to seeing you soon, Carl. Thanks. Cheers.